Welcome everyone. I'm Amanda of Soul Rays Astrology Forecasts, here revolutionizing astrology for your ascension process. And as with every week, we are going to explore our divinity together through the cosmos. This week's podcast is going to focus on the astrology transits for the week of August 4th into August 11th. And this week is going to be a hot one. Um, everyone is super focused on the, what they're calling the lion's gate that is going to happen on August 8th, which is interesting to note that this is actually a new moon in Leo. And so part of this podcast, it will be talking extensively about the new moon and about the lion's gate and what it actually is, because there is a lot of confusion going on about uh, the differing opinions out there about it. So I want to, I want to get into that as well. So let's just dive right in. Um, today is August 4th and we have an astrology transit coming up on August 6th. And this is a big one. It's sun in Leo squaring Uranus and Taurus. So for this, it's, you know, no surprise that, our focus is on our bodies, which is Uranus and Taurus, and it's also focused in on our money, our resources, as well as our freedom, our sovereignty. So we have two themes here playing out, the Leo theme of being your own um, king or queen of your kingdom, and then the fears around what's going to happen to the body and our resources and, you know, how we make money. So as I keep saying, these transits that are happening are here to help us grow into the sovereign beings that we are. Okay. And as we grow into our sovereignty, we come to realize just how powerful we are and how easy it can be to create resource consciousness. However, in order to do this with ease and to bring in the prosperity that is our birthright, we have to release limiting beliefs and the viral programming that would that have us conditioned to believe that we only deserve XYZ, that we only deserve a little bit or we can only go so far because that is what you've been taught. That is what you've been programmed to believe. So I, I feel that all the transits that are going down with Uranus this month, and there are a lot of transits going on with Uranus, that it's here to bring awareness to our money programming, how we view money, how we think we have to make money, and um, our beliefs around money and how we see it. That's coming up into view because, as I keep saying, what has worked in the past will no longer work in, in the present moment, hence the future. So how you made your money in the past is not going to be how you're making money in the present and the future. A lot of people are going to be losing their jobs and their, quote, resources as they step into their sovereignty being the protector and the protectress of their most sacred resource, which is the body. So in this transit, it's going to help us stay committed to our truth, 
stay committed to our heart, our morals, and our values, what we feel is right, while holding the light to be open to more, okay? Um, releasing the conditions within the light of your sovereignty, the light of source consciousness, releasing those conditions that would put you in fear around uncertainty, the unknown, when in fact, Uranus and Taurus is showing us that there's actually wonderful opportunities, blessings, and gifts in the unknown. It's just that we have to allow ourselves to come out of our wells, okay, come out of hiding and dare to experience life to its fullest. And that includes embracing the risks, risks. And to know that there is no such thing as safety anymore, okay? The only thing that's safe is following your heart, listening to your higher self, connecting your, your, your divine connection to God, to source consciousness. And when we do these things, maintain our spiritual connection through spiritual um, hygiene, which is like a regimen that you would uh, make for yourself to help you feel spirit gro uh, grounding grounding <laughs> grounding into the body a revolution of the heart is established because now you can feel your soul in the body and that's what taurus is all about so aries is the first line in the world zodiac wheel right we start off with aries and that's the the, the fire of life it's what gives it's what gives creation to the body right but then the next one is Taurus, and that's about fire descending down into earth. If you've ever seen the earth hexagram, it's two triangles, one triangle facing up for fire, one triangle facing down for water, and together they make earth. So here we are, um, fire being embodied in earth. And that's what the spirit, the soul wants. It wants to have this human experience because, you know, I'm sure being an awesome divine being who can create with the, you know, just in a, a nanosecond um, is easy. And we want to evolve. And in that evolution, we have to be challenged. We have to go through challenges in order to realize just how powerful we are. And these challenges are designed to kind of trick us, right? But, but not really to trick us. It's, help, it's helping us see the, um, the programming that we adopted that our egos, our human awareness have latched onto. Okay, and then when you start to have this dialogue with your ego, you begin to see these programs revealing itself and how it's not in alignment with your true nature, with your divinity. And so this is where the South Node in Sagittarius in connection with Juno now and Antares, the royal star Antares, the heart of the scorpion, is pulsing us to let go of the past stories, the stories that are not in alignment with who you are. You must go locally on the quest for your own um, Ark of the Covenant, okay? Or the Holy Grail, however you wanna look at it. You must live an authentic life now. If you don't live an authentic life, life is not gonna work out for you. Life is going to be hard. 
But the more you're willing to embody the Leo courage to be who you are, despite any naysayers, the easier life will get and you'll level up. You know, if you want to look at it as a video game, you'll just keep leveling up, doing these power-ups till you get stronger and bigger and wiser and more, you know, bring in more abilities. But, you know, like I said, this is a mind game that the opposing forces are playing with us. They want to convince us that we are not powerful, that we need to listen to outside authority sources, when in fact, the only authority source that we need to listen to is our divine sovereignty, because we are royal beings. We are daughters and sons of the Most High. And with that title comes great responsibility to show others how we can embody our sovereignty. So I feel on August 6th, when Sun and Leo squares Uranus and Taurus, these are the things that will come to light for us. So how precious is your body to you? Do you treat your body as a temple? Hmm? Do you? Do you connect with your body as a sacred vessel? Can you start to see and play with? the divine technology available to you within the body, because this is the things that are gonna come up. Don't forget, the Leo energy is about play, being creative, um, finding power within your innocence. And it's all divinely orchestrated for us to remember who we truly are. Okay, and then two days later, We've got New Moon and Leo, which a lot of people are calling the Lion's Gate. Now, the, for my timing, the New Moon is going down at 16 degrees in Leo. Okay. And the time is 9.49 a.m. Now, this is interesting because at 15 degrees Leo, we have what's called the August Cross Quarter, which is what a lot of people are referring to as the Lion's Gate. Now, this is going to get maybe a little bit confusing for you. So let's just talk about what 15 degrees when sun is at. Okay, when the sun is at 15 degrees, Leo, what does this mean? This means that this is the August crossed quarter. This is the halfway point between the summer solstice and the autumnal equinox. Now, the ancient Celtics believed and knew. Let's just, let's just take believed off the table because they knew that at cross quarters and we have four of them throughout the year at this cross quarter the veil is lifted between the worlds between dimensions and we can easily communicate with that which is unseen and so many ancient um, civilizations understood this why because they were living in touch and in tune with the earth and the planetary cycles they really didn't have anything to block them from living in alignment with nature. And again, this is what Uranus and Taurus this month is going to point us to, how we can live more in alignment with nature. Women naturally are really in tune with the moon. And in fact, a lot of women will feel these powerful gateways of transformation of consciousness, transformation of consciousness way before they even go down in linear time. So if you're a woman and you're starting to feel 
very different right now. It's probably the new moon in Leo coming through. So there is a thing called Lamas, and Lamas is about celebrating the solar lunar goddess um, and giving thanks for the bounty that she has helped the, the civilization grow. So because this bounty is going to sustain them through the rest of the year. So they're giving thanks for life. They're giving thanks for their blessings. And in turn of giving thanks, they're receiving blessings from the sun. And as you, if you tune into my podcast, you'll know I've talked about how the sun's rays and solar flares pulse out to us the energies from the planets that orbit around it. That, you know, so um, with this August cross quarter, it's a magical time. It's a time to really feel the breath of life within the body. It's a time to explore your sacred, sacred sexuality and the power of the divine, divine feminine and masculine coming together. It's about um, tuning into your Kundalini channels and seeing how that rises and falls within the body, okay? And exploring how you can do more of that. Because that's where our PowerPoints come from this field of energy within our bodies. So this new moon is very potent. And like all new moons, it gives us an opportunity to seed something for the future. We take an intention, we speak it out to the universe, and then we release attachment to it. We let it go and we let, we nurture the seed through our divine actions. So my question to you would be, what will you create with this new moon in Leo, the lion's gate? What will you transform? Every creation leads to transformation, right? When we create, it transforms us. So think about that. It's not that be careful what you wish for. It's a, what do you feel so passionate about that you need to bring out? into the light for, for not only you to see, but for others to see. And then now, you know, before I go any further, I wanna get into the confusion around Lionsgate. So there's a lot of information going around that Lionsgate is about sun and other planet alignments to Sirius, the star Sirius, which is at 14 degrees Cancer, which is, aspected by the sun in July and the galactic center at 26 degrees Sagittarius. When in fact, there, there isn't any alignments or aspects going down with these two points in the astrology charts. And then there's information circulating about how evil and corrupt the word Lionsgate is and people out there trying to act as authority sources to invert the lion energy. Because let's talk about this. You know, um, I think one of the blessings of this uh, CV thing that's been circulating for a couple of years is that it, it has brought our awareness to false lights, false information, not only through the traditional structures of power, 
but also in the quote, new age community, in the spiritual communities. There is a, a lot of false information flying around. And as I said, I believe in my last podcast, people who do this, they mean well, okay? They feel like what they have discovered, what is true for them needs to be heard by others. And so they kind of go on this Aries warrior quest to prove their truth right and to you know establish a group to charge forward with them what i want everyone to know is that the leo the leo energy as you know is all about embodying the lion power lion power teaches us how to be a pack leader of one a lot of times because when someone's embodying leo energy they just don't give a shit about what others think of them they're in it they're in their own light their own essence and they're just authentically shining their light out for others to see they don't care if people um don't vibe with them they are their own authority and that's lion energy so sometimes you will be leading a pack of one, but who gives a shit? Because eventually people will be so attracted to your light that that pack of one becomes bigger, okay? And also think about the imagery on Lion's Gate, New Moon and Leo. Think about the, the picture of what a free lion in Africa looks like versus a caged lion in a zoo, the caged lion in the zoo will look freaking depressed, okay? It looks depressed. I mean, I've seen it in myself in person, and they look depressed. They don't look like they have this glossy, shimmering, shining, you know, sparkling aura to them as the free lion does. Yes, the free lion doesn't have the guaranteed resources such as... Um, you know, medical care, constant food, constant water, right? Shelter. It has no guarantees of any of that, but yet the free lion is living a healthier life. Why is that? Could it be that when we're allowed to be free, right? When you allow yourself, let me rephrase that. When you allow yourself to be a free sovereign being, the blessings are, that are bestowed upon you far outweigh the blessings of being a caged lion. And, you know, I will be bold to say that a lot of this false light information around the lion's gate is trying to sidetrack us, trying to make us that caged lion. Be like, don't do this. This is bad. They're trying to siphon your energy. They're going to suck all your essence from your crown chakra. If you do anything on this lion's gate, you need to avoid the 8-8 lion's gate at all costs. Well, let me tell you, the new moon in Leo on 8-8 is a legit portal into the connection with source consciousness. Okay, so if you're one of those people who feel, and I was there too, I was there too. I was one of those people who felt so disconnected from my soul, so disconnected from God, I couldn't even comprehend what that would feel like. Okay, so I get it. So if you're one of those people who feel that disconnection, 
it, this is a moment in time that will help you remember what it feels like to have your soul in this body, what it feels like to connect in with source consciousness. So don't let these inversions that are happening on social media stop you from entering into a powerful Lionsgate ceremony. Okay, so that's my rant on that. It's the Lamas, it's the cross quarter of the halfway point to the autumnal equinox. Celebrate your blessings, celebrate that you are your own authority source, celebrate your unique nature, and go out and have some fun. Live in a thought, live an authentic life and be seen. Okay, no more hiding. Get out into the light. Let others see you for who you are. Trust me, it will be worth it. All right, what else do we got on the list here? So that's August 8th. And then August 9th, we have Venus opposing Neptune. Venus and Virgo will oppose Neptune. And isn't this interesting? Because the Virgo and Pisces axis in evolutionary astrology talks a lot about releasing shame, guilt, and judgment through our connection to source consciousness, to God. And in fact, when we go into the shadow side of Virgo, which is the overactive mind, or doing a lot of busy work to sidetrack you from soul work. It's great to drop in into a meditation and it doesn't have to be a long meditation. It can be a five minute, 10 minute, uh, whatever minute, med whatever med minute meditation that you have available to you in that day. But the point is that when you drop into, you know, when you drop your mind into your heart and the Tibetan heart meditation is really great for this to really focus in on the heart center and aligning the mind with that, even if it's just for five minutes, you create this vacuum of peace and serenity and holiness that is very much needed during these times of confusion, Neptune and Pisces, um, and you know, used for nefarious purposes is creating a whole hell of a lot of confusion for people especially people who have received the medicalization and is now being told that in fact, it didn't make a lick of difference. And so that's, that's causing a lot of confusion for them. And so this is the whole point, induce the shocks to confuse people in their confusion, they'll surrender to an outside authority source. But Venus opposing Neptune on August 9th is here to tell you, do not surrender into an external authority source. Your only, your one safety net is surrendering into the light of your higher self and your connection with source consciousness with God. Okay, that is your safety net. Now, Pisces does create confusion but it's for, to get the person to surrender into their holy divine nature. Because when you surrender into this holy divine nature, new information, discovery, answers, whatever it is that you're looking for is revealed to you. But it's like, you know, running around your house looking for your, your car keys. You know, when you're looking for something so hard and you're amped up and you've got anxiety over it and you're worried that you're going to be late right? That you're not going to be able to find your keys. Well, that's creating the wrong kind of confusion. That kind of confusion is created from the fight or flight response, which then puts you into the reptilian brain. When you're in the reptilian brain, you can't think, right? So then you look to an outside source to tell you what to do. 
and that's exactly what they want to happen. However, if you just drop your mind into your heart center and allow yourself to take some deep breaths, even if it's just for a few minutes to get yourself centered and grounded into the body once again, you will be able to see or hear a new solution. Oftentimes, maybe your higher self is telling you where the set of card keys are, but you're too caught up in the reptilian mind to hear it. So everything is coming from the heart on August 9th. Then on August 10th, we're going to have Mercury opposing Jupiter. Woo Mercury and Leo opposing Jupiter in Aquarius. Very interesting. So here we have that Leo Aquarius axis going on and they're both self-centered, self-interest signs. So Leo, it's all about shining, being seen and recognized and adored for who we are. And the Aquarius energy is concerned about getting off the karmic wheel, dissolving all that karma, moving forward, but particularly having a galactic adventure within the body. So it's going beyond the third dimension into higher states, higher, higher levels of consciousness and being able to pick information out from the field, drawing it back down into the body to be revealed to the community. And, and so within the community, we are going to be reminded on this day of August 10th that to be in community in a healthy way, you must embody your Leo nature. You must embody what makes you unique, okay? Um, and not to become part of the hive mind, which is the shadow side of Saturn and Aquarius right now. You know, being told that you've got to align with certain views, values, truths, or you are the outliner. You are the one who is the problem. And that's not the case. So Mercury opposing Jupiter in Aquarius is here to show us how we can embody our authenticity in a community, even amongst people who don't mirror the same truths as we do. How we can come together to benefit each other, like, you know, honeybees do in the hive. Each bee has their, her own little job to take care of. And the bee does that job to take care, you know, to take care of the hive, to do her part. But those bees are individuals who are choosing to do this job. We can't become we can't lose our individuality within the collective because as astrology proves, the natal chart is a cosmic thumbprint. No thumbprint is alike. All thumbprints are different. You could be somebody born on the same day, same location, same time as another person who was born in the same hospital as you. However, it could be, you, you could have an identical chart with somebody but I guarantee you that chart will read completely different for the two people because no two souls are alike and no, new, and no two natal charts are alike. We may appear to be alike, but to our core, we are absolutely a unique 
divine expression of source consciousness. And so on August 10th, that's what's going to come up for us. How are, are we living in authenticity? Are we not? How can we be more authentic? How can we let ourselves off the hook and just be who we want to be? How can we love ourselves more for who we are instead of trying to pretend to be someone we're not just so we can get acceptance? And that kind of acceptance is not fulfilling because they don't like you for you. They like you for the facade that you have shown. So it's time to release the facade, let go and become you. Because you are wonderful, you are brilliant, you are amazing. We need you in the collective because where we're going is not gonna be what we thought it's gonna be, right? Where we're going is gonna be completely different. And that's what this last transit on August 11th is about, Venus trining Pluto. So Venus and Virgo train, trining Pluto and Capricorn. This is a very harmonious aspect. So we've got two earth energies coming through. We've got Virgo earth energy and Capricorn earth energy blending together. Both like to get shit done, okay? <laughs> So if you made a Lionsgate new moon intention, August 11th, right before the first quarter of the moon starts, would be an excellent time to devise an action plan and to take divine action on that plan. Not just make a plan or not get caught up in the plan's details, see the plan and then implement it little by little. But um, this transit is putting into view the systems that aren't working and the systems that just need to be left because this Venus and Virgo energy is all about truth, love, justice, freedom, equality, and empowerment. That's pretty amazing. So with Venus here helping us embody this energy, this energy that America was born in, and, you know, just the sovereign free energy, truth, love, justice, liberty, light, <laughs> you name it for all, right? No one's excluded. It's this Virgo energy is going to pave the way for us to create new systems create new solutions. And trining Pluto and Capricorn will be the perfect chance to implement these things, leading by example. So say you have a bunch of parents who no longer want their kids to be exposed to the atrocities going down in public school systems. They'll band together and make a little homeschooling community, right? And perhaps there'll be teachers, you know, that were fired who have decided to say, hey, you know, I'm a teacher, da, 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 this is what I do. And, you know, now the group of parents, instead of giving their time and resources to the public school system, they're now going to give their resources to these teachers who are willing to teach their children in a group setting. Because for a lot of people, teaching or schoolwork can feel overwhelming to them because for them, it has to look a certain way. And that's totally cool and fine. Right. So we'll, we'll see more of these educational, you know, these homeschooling groups popping up. 
because parents don't want their kids subjected to what's going on in the system anymore. So that's just one example. Another example could be living a more natural, healthy, holistic life. So people leaving the, the um, allopathic care system. So we'll have all these really neat, new, sovereign, free systems popping up to really benefit the community, to benefit life. It's for life and for our ultimate expression of what it is to mean to be a divine human. So this is the transit for this week. And I think it's a pretty great one. Um, you know, just use discernment. You understand what is good for you and, you know, and allow people to have their own opinions on things. But when it comes down to it at the end of the day, you really have to honor what is true for you. Because if you're not living from your true expression, if you're not honoring your moral, your morals, morals, that's values and morals mushed together, everyone making up words here. <laughs> if you're not honoring that, doing the, the Taurus thing, which is, you know, Uranus and Taurus is really bringing that it's center focus for us. If you're not honoring yourself, then every situation that you're going to to bring into your life is going to dishonor you because the Taurus energy teaches us that our vibes attract not only our tribe, but our vibrations attract our life experiences. So if all you're doing is um, closing yourself up in a fear bubble, constricting your energy because you're in so much fear and anxiety over what that, over what might happen to you, that's all you're going to create. You're just going to create that vibration and experience of fear. But if you have the courage, Leo lion courage, to drop down into your heart center, which is what Leo is all about. It's about the heart. If you drop into your heart center and allow the breath of life, your breath to expand your energy out in the vibration of love and authenticity, then you will create more of that in your life. And I feel that is the superpower of being um, a human, of living on earth right now, is to embody the power of love in all of its ways and capacities, because divine unconditional love is our birthright given to us by source consciousness. All right, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast for the week. It was a pleasure uh, speaking to you today. As always, I wish you to be in the right place at the right time, receiving an abundance of prosperity, blessings, wishes fulfilled. Until next time. Bye.